The first and best victory is to conquer self. Welcome to the Conqueror Approach, a journey of self-mastery. To cultivate our mind, body, spirit, financial literacy, and allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and entrepreneur, Musa Mikkel. Let's conquer. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. I'm excited to go over what we're going to go over today. Uh, a lot about self-awareness uh, because self-mastery is a lot about noticing how we feel and our emotions and our awareness to ourselves. And we're going to go over three effective ways to become more self-aware, uh, which I learned and which I still implement and try to work on every single day of my life. Uh, before we get into that, I want to go over one of my favorite quotes by R.D. Lang, and that is, the range of what we think and do is limited by what we fail to notice. And because we fail to notice that we fail to notice, there is little we can do to change. Until we notice that failing to notice shapes our thoughts and deeds. That is a powerful quote. And we've heard this saying, we don't know what we don't know. And it equates to that. We don't know what we fail to notice. And a lot of self-mastery, I feel like, is noticing how we react to things, how we see things, and how we feel. So these three uh, tips or methods of becoming more self-aware just help you notice. Because once you're able to notice how you feel and that what is triggering you, triggering you or what is bothering you, what's making you angry, what's causing you to have fear, what's causing you to have anxiety, you can start to interrupt those thoughts. You can start implementing different habits and not just be overrun by whatever subconscious programming that you've been operating on autopilot for your whole lives. So notice how you feel. So that takes me into the first method, which is labeling. And labeling is just simply putting a label on it. Identify how you feel. So if something is pissing me off, I could notice and tell myself, I'm mad right now. I'm angry. Why am I angry, right? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a label on it. Because once you identify it, scientists have proved this with neuroscience, that once someone acknowledges how they feel or what they're feeling, they start to regulate it a little bit better. And they can come down from anger to a neutral state of mind a lot quicker once they acknowledge their feelings or how they feel. So identifying 
how you feel in that moment, right? Identify the physiology behind it. Identify when you're, when you're afraid of something, how you tighten up or how your stomach feels or how your heart rate changes or how your palms get sweaty or you get sweaty or your breathing changes. Notice those things, what they're linked to, the sensations in your body, right? When, when you're mad, you're, you're really tense and your heart rate's going really fast. Uh, a lot of times those are precursors before you actually get to the level of anger that you think you, uh, or not think, but the, the highest level of anger you get to, there's, there's usually a buildup. Or if you're getting really anxious towards something, it usually doesn't just happen. There's some precursors. There's some changes in your body and your physiology. So name them. Name like I'm anxious right now. Be able to to detach yourself from your own feelings enough to identify, which is really difficult. And I've struggled with this and I still do. And I still let things piss me off. But I remember a lot of times uh, where I'm angry. And then when I started learning more about self-awareness and emotional intelligence, I would catch myself like this is this is an opportunity for me to not be angry like I would normally be. I would normally default to anger in a lot of cases, and I saw it with myself when I was in the military all the time. You know, I'd get mad, or I'd get pissed off, yell, whatever the case was. But once I started realizing the precursors and identifying that I'm starting to get annoyed and pissed off, I can take action against it, interrupt those patterns. Uh, And obviously I was not perfect. I still let myself slip a lot of times, but identifying is the the first part of the battle. So name, label it, uh, and even using the third person I've read uh, in some emotional intelligence books, that, that also helps. So I've been trying to implement that, right? If you're you're angry, you know, use third person, say Musa is pissed off right now. And that kind of helps you, uh, or at least in your mind, to detach yourself from your emotions and kind of look inwardly, right? Look in the mirror and say, Musa, you're angry. Or Musa is, is he's stressed out because of this. Or he's stressed out. Or just identifying how you're feeling. Right? And then that takes us to uh, the second part, which is reflect. Right? A lot of times we live insanely busy lives. And we're always trying to do something. We're always in the middle of something. We're always on top of a project. Or we're doing something. Or we're trying to do something for somebody. Or kids. Or work. Or business. Or just ourselves. We never really sit down and think. And I've noticed that the most successful people have some sort of reflection that they do either on a daily basis or they do a small daily reflection, right? They, they wake up with intention. They have intention for the day, and at the end of the day, they reflect. 
on how that day went or after every uh, experience they had throughout the day, they reflect how that went, interactions, how they reflect how I could have done better, how, uh, how did I respond, how could I shown up a higher level of myself in that situation. Um, and I really started reflecting when I was stuck underwater in the submarine because I just had so much time to not, like, how can you not reflect when you have nowhere to go and you're sitting there for hours on end? So I spent a lot of time reflecting, like, what do I want? Where am I lacking? Why am I stressed out all the time? Why am I getting pissed off so easily? Why am I giving my power to things and people that I can't control? Right? And and that's what happens when you when you get really angry, you're giving the power over yourself, over your peace to someone else or something else. And no one should have that, should have that power over you, right? So take time to sit down, meditate, or not even meditate, just sit down and think, reflect. If you got in an argument with somebody, think back and reflect, like what, what caused this argument? Why did I allow this argument to piss me off? And how can I approach this better more effectively right so we we see a lot of things like write out how you're feeling and it actually does work (laughs) yes writing out how you feel actually does work it's crazy isn't it because once you write something right when you're writing how you feel you actually focus on it right you're not just on autopilot the whole time you actually stop and think if you ask yourself certain questions they provoke thought so when you write how write out how you feel or journal you actually put some thought into it and sometimes actually writing it out releases that energy that you're holding in uh, so write out how you're feeling and that can be very simple you know when you identify and label these things you can take a break if you're, you know, in an argument, it's good to walk away, settle down, and then reconvene more level-headedly. I don't even know if level-headedly is a word, but it is now. And identify those those key things, right? Write out your strengths and weaknesses as well. So this is another part of reflection. You know, when I was reflecting on how I can stop getting so mad at little things you know what's my strengths when it comes to my communication and what are my weaknesses right my weaknesses is I sometimes don't listen very well or when I'm angry I don't listen at all (laughs) that's a weakness right but once you write it down and it becomes a reality and you you truly understand it, it's a weakness because you thought about it, you wrote it down, you can identify those weaknesses, right? And that's how it, it, it works together, it works in tandem with labeling. Because when you write these things out, 
if I write out that I stop listening to people when I'm in a state of anger, now when I'm in a state of anger, that's going to pop up in my mind. Like I'm not actually listening because I'm angry. I could stop the conversation. Hey, I'm upset right now and I'm not giving you the full attention I need or the full attention you need. And this is not going to be a productive conversation. Let's try to talk about it in 15, 20 minutes. You know, take a walk, go outside, do some push-ups, listen to some music, do whatever, read a book. I don't know. But do whatever it takes for you to interrupt the pattern of being angry because every minute of anger is a is a failure in my eyes because anger is, is truly weakness and that's just one emotion but any emotion that takes your power away really makes you weaker so writing out the weaknesses that cause those emotions definitely help identifying them and labeling them and help you notice the patterns of your reactions Right. And when you when you really deeply think about your weaknesses and your emotions or just where your communication breaks apart, you start finding out deeper levels of why you get triggered with certain things, why there's a lack of confidence where you need to burst out in anger because you don't want to look dumb or you don't want to feel like you don't know anything which is okay to feel like you're not on top of the world and know all the answers because you don't, right? So it's always good to listen because everyone else has something they could teach you if you listen, okay? And then the third the third method is simply to decide, to make the decision to not allow yourself to be a victim of your emotions, Okay, recognize that you are in control and nobody else controls your emotions besides you. And everything else is an excuse. Anytime you want to blame someone for pissing you off, it's really an excuse because ultimately you have total control over your emotions. And I'm guilty of this, right? You want to blame someone... You know, it's their fault. You know, this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for them. <laughs> but no, that's okay. Take ownership of how you feel because you have control over that. And every time you blame someone, you're pretty much saying they have control over how you feel. You're giving your power away. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to to slip on certain emotions, but acknowledging it, bouncing back is even more important. And when you respond negatively to your emotions, you lose your power by giving it to outer things that end up pulling you around like a puppet. Okay? It's not about not feeling angry or sad. Um, because being angry or sad, that's just, there. it's not good or bad, right? Being sad isn't necessarily a bad thing. If you look at it as information, 
as data, right? So what do I mean by that? If you're sad, that can be data for you that someone or something means a lot to you or it's important to you or deep down you really care. So it, it ends up bothering you, right? That's information. If something really, you're really passionate about something, it's super easy to get pissed off about. Notice that that anger is information that you're really passionate about it. But your response can be positive or negative. And that's part of the decide. Decide to channel those emotions, gather that data, and choose a positive response. Because you are responsible for your energy and how you show up. Responsible. Okay? Responsible. You are able to respond. Viktor Frankl says, between stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space lies our our opportunity to choose our response. And in those choices lie our growth and our happiness. So you are responsible for your energy and how you show up. Own it. Okay? A definitely great book that will help you label, identify, and understand your emotions and just become more aware overall which emotional intelligence is the key to our relationships and if relationships are everything for us humans it should be taken a little more seriously I feel so invest in emotional intelligence by Daniel Goleman okay that's the book emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. Okay, phenomenal book. Daniel Goleman is a a great psychologist and he wrote this book uh, several years ago, but it still holds a lot of power because emotional intelligence, we are an emotional species. We are emotional beings. So the better we can understand that, the better we can understand ourselves and the better we can master ourselves. That is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. Please share, subscribe, leave a rating and review so we can reach more people, have a farther ripple and a larger impact. Stay grateful. I appreciate you. And remember, you are a conqueror.